Are you a former athlete? Maybe one that's missing their sport, trying to figure out how to work out after sport, or just trying to find what's going to light up your soul as much as your sport did. Well, girl, I am with you. My name is Bethany Crouch, and I am a former competitive gymnast of 15 years turned athlete advocate professional. And on this podcast, we share in the stories of former female athletes and connect on this whole transition into life after sport. So thanks so much for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hey, Her Sports Story community. Thanks so much for tuning in. So I'm going to be challenging myself a little bit here. I have vowed to do more solo podcasts. And I absolutely love, 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 love interviewing former athletes. And I love the conversations we have. However, this is an area I know that I want to get better in. So like anything in life, I need to practice and I'm going to put it out there. So if my solo podcasts aren't your favorite, don't worry. I will not be offended. I love my guests just as much as you do. But this is just something that I have pinpointed that I want to get better at. So for one of my goodness, this is my third solo. The other solos have been very, very brief, very to the point. And my goal over the next maybe month or so when I'm putting out these, it will go over various topics and I am going to, of course, bring my experience and my views on uh, some of these topics we'll talk about. But Thanks so much for tuning in and bearing with me. I appreciate you all for listening. And my goal at the end of the day is just to impact a former athlete or an athlete who had to leave their sport and is now just figuring out this whole thing called life, right? So if it it impacts one person, I am here for it. So today... I am going to be talking about five tips for professional development. Now, when I was done with gymnastics, I went full-fledged into career career path uh, searching and career path development and basically did whatever I could do to eventually get that first full-time role. And I hit the ground running. I did 10 internships and part-time jobs between being done with gymnastics and getting my first full-time role after I graduated from college. And it was almost a year after I graduated college that I finally got into a full-time role where I wanted, which was in collegiate athletics. And when I have people reach out to me for career advice or say, I want to be in this role, I always bring up that it's truly a process. And we will talk about all of those things. But for number one, my advice is have a vision, 
but release expectations on exactly how you're going to get there. Having a vision for me, I will say most all of my career visions came true. And know that your career vision will evolve and it will change as you get to experience certain jobs, certain internships. But always have a vision, but know it's not always going to happen in the way that you think it's going to happen. So truly lean into the process because it's hard when you think you're doing all the right things and something's just not clicking or you're waiting longer than you think you should for that opportunity. Just stay the course because you will get there. It's just not always the way you think. And I think by kind of changing your perspective or mindset to this type of um, perspective, you will kind of release some stress on yourself and just realize that, you know, as a former athlete, you had a formula to success always, right? You practice, you trained hard, you did the work, you put it in so that on competition day, you were ready. And life, of course, is very similar to that. However, it's not as specific. And there are so many variables. So just lean into the experience, have a vision, but release the expectation of exactly how it's going to go. My second one, connect, connect, and connect. This was my absolute favorite part of my professional development journey. In my junior year of college, that is when I decided to walk away from gymnastics after injuries. And like I said, I hit the ground running. And one of my internships was with what was called then Career Athletes and is now called the Athlete Network. And the Athlete Network is basically like a LinkedIn platform for athletes. So I had an internship, a marketing internship with them, a remote one, which was so great because it still worked with my schedule. And I will say this opportunity, though, or this internship made me reach out to so many people just across the nation with jobs that I thought I wanted one day. So I would reach out either via a phone call or an email and just say, hey, you know, my name is Bethany. At that time, it was Barrick. And I really am looking to get into the collegiate athletics industry. I would love just a few moments of your time to hear about your journey and any advice you would have for someone in my shoes. Basically, an informational interview. So I would do that. And I talked to so many people. It was so exciting for me to connect with professionals or people who had been in my shoes before and that we were connecting purely for the reason of connecting. And I wasn't asking for a job. I was just really asking for their advice. And I had some of the best conversations. I remember sometimes, you know, sometimes you'll reach out to someone and you won't hear back at all or you won't hear back for a while. So I had reached out to someone with the position I wanted, I believe, at the University of Texas. And I didn't hear back 
immediately because, of course, everyone has things going on and are extremely busy. But I got an email back from this gentleman one day, and he had typed out four pages of his journey and how he got there and advice for me. And I just remember being so, so grateful and so surprised as well that someone would take the time to craft a message or share their story in that way, even if he had this document on his computer. Cool. He still created it and was sharing it with young and upcoming professionals. I will say connect with people in your community, connect with people in various industries because you never know who someone knows and not always connecting for like the purpose of a job but for a purpose of really getting to know someone and being genuinely interested in what they do and when you have people really feel that you're you're not looking for anything you're really just looking for advice in that kind of like immediate talk and they want to share their story with you. Everyone loves to provide advice and, and pay it forward because it makes them, you know, right, feel good. So connect with people. Do so genuinely. And this goes, I think, for not only you just getting into your new career, but also like for the rest of your life. <laughs> Always connect with people because it might just be for that, you know, 15 minutes of just truly getting to know someone or it might be it might evolve into a relationship that does provide you with a job one day. But that is my advice. Connect, talk with people, share your vision as well because more than likely and for the most part people like to help people. Or that's been my experience anyway. And again, I created a whole platform, Her Sports Story, for the purpose of connection. So I absolutely love it and I truly believe in it. Step number three, be prepared when one of those connections comes through. When a connection reaches out to you and says, hey, I found this job. I know this person over there. You should hop on a phone call with them. Or they would love to have you apply for the job. So have your all of your items in place from your LinkedIn being super clean to the point and explaining everything that you've done. Especially if you're a former athlete, put that on your LinkedIn. There are so many times I see that athletes don't put it on there. And whether your job really uh, cares or not, you should still be extremely proud of that accomplishment and should put it on your LinkedIn. So have your LinkedIn ready to go. Have your resume. Now with resumes, there are so many approaches. Everyone's going to give you a little bit of different advice, and you just have to find the method that works for you. So with resumes, I recommend having a general one or one that kind of gives a grasp of everything that you have accomplished. And when you are, though, applying for a job in a specific field, tailor your resume to that field. Do not 
just throw in a general resume, especially if it's for a job that you really want. You want to be able to speak to exactly what that hiring manager is looking for. So in the job description, you'll see words repeated through. And when you keep seeing those words, those are words to use in your cover letter. Those are words to use in your resume. Because again, you want to be considered for the position and you want to be what they're looking for. Also with resumes, put that either, whether you call it objective or preferred or not preferred, but qualifications, somewhere at the top, catch the hiring manager's attention by stating exactly the experience that you have that is going to be so pertinent to the job they're looking to fill. Because when looking at resumes, and I have been on many hiring committees, I am not spending a lot of time on a resume. If I don't see what I'm looking for in maybe five, ten seconds, I move on. And that's just the harsh sometimes reality of it. But know that if you format your resume in a clear and to the point manner right off the bat, chances are you are going to be moved to that next round of consideration. So be prepared, get all of your ducks in a row with cover letters, with resumes. And I'm totally one of those people that love looking at resumes. Oddly, I love critiquing them. So if you are ever in a spot where you're like, I need someone to look over this, message me on her sports story and I will definitely give it a review for you. Four, be open to all opportunities. When we're first starting out, sometimes we want the exact opportunity that we think is going to link us to the exact job that we want. However, again, it's not only the it's not really the case always. So be open to starting in a different aspect of the company that you want to work for. I know for me working in athletics, I started in compliance. I did not see myself in compliance for a long time, but I knew I would gain experience and gain understanding. So I started in compliance as, a, as an intern. Then I helped out with the marketing department. Then I helped out with sponsorship. Then I became a ticketing and fundraising graduate assistant. So all of these experiences basically served as like a domino effect for the next. However, I knew I wasn't exactly going to be in those positions forever because I really wanted to be in student-athlete development ever since I had left college. And it took me five years to get to that position. However, I was surrounding myself in an environment that would still contribute to being in student-athlete development and provide even more of an understanding of just like the, the landscape. So be open to trying something that's not exactly what you want, but it might be similar. Or it might lend you an experience that you know or 
lets you know that you're, you definitely don't want to be in that area. So every experience has value. It does not have to be perfect. You are allowed to start an experience and then give it a shot for a while and then walk away. That is okay. Nothing is forever. So just be open. Take advantage of opportunities that might come your way. Because at the end of the day, you can always walk away from it, but it will provide you with some type of lesson. It'll provide you with perspective, even if it's not exactly what you want to do for the rest of your life. And who knows, you might actually find something that you really like or aspects of it that you really like. And number five. A job is something you do. It's not everything that you are. So similar to being an athlete, right? We spent our lives being an athlete. And then we, or at least myself, I defined my worth by how well I was doing in gymnastics. And I was very, very intertwined with that gymnast and athlete identity. However, when that stopped or when I was burnt out, I felt completely lost because I had put basically all my identity eggs in one basket. And I struggled because I I didn't take time to develop myself in other ways. And not just being an athlete, of being a a young woman and knowing that there were other passions that I had that I never tried. So similarly with a job, it's not it's not the end all be all. You'll go on interviews and you'll have great interviews where you feel confident and on it and then there'll be other times you interview and you'll sit back and critique yourself and feel the fear and feel the the I would say I guess slope of not feeling up to par. And that is completely normal. So release whatever that is in the process as far as if you have a bad interview, hey, it happens. Maybe that opportunity was not meant for you at at that exact time. That doesn't mean you can't go back and interview with that company again when they have another opening. I know I interviewed three times, three different jobs, three years in a row with a company in the Sacramento area, and I got second place each time. So I think the the universe or God or whatever you believe in has a way of guiding you through those experiences where there might be certain things that just aren't meant for you at that time, and that's okay. Also, in regards to the job not being everything that you are, yes, have a vision, but also have a big picture vision for your life beyond a job. What do you want to do with your life? How do you want to give back? Where do you want to travel? What do you want to experience? Who are the type of people you want to be around? And I really think that when you do find a job that you are in tune with or in alignment with, it's work-life integration. So it's 
and this is my belief, it's not you just working from that eight to five and having this complete perfect balance of 50% of work, 50% of my life and whatever else I want to do. I really think it's an ebb and a flow and you might work or answer an email at nighttime or, you know, be not on this rigid schedule. And that's just what works for me. Granted, everyone is different. Everyone leans into this process different. But what I've learned is that when I had a job that defined my worth, I was miserable because there are times and depending where you work, you are not going to be good at everything. Sometimes, and actually all the time, there's always more to do. You can always do more. And so measuring yourself up to how well you're going to complete that job or that task and then finishing it. And then realize there's a hundred other things you can do to be the best or to be better or things that you need to get done. So don't judge your worth as a human on how much you can knock off your to-do list. Judge your life based off of the experiences you have, the people you connect with, the impact you make. It's much more than... um, than maybe meeting a number, even though all of those aspects are extremely important. And sometimes being in that competitive environment really lights up your soul, especially being a former student athlete. But enjoy those wins, but know that they're not the end-all be-all for you. There's so much more. And myself in, gosh, I've been in my, I would guess, a professional development journey for about six or seven years now. And I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to balance all of this. I'm still learning how to get what I need to get done. But that extra drive that knows I I want to get more done and I can do this better. But there's only so much time in the day. And that's why For those of us that have the opportunity to listen to this podcast, which means you have another day, you have another day to pursue whatever you're pursuing. It doesn't have to be done all at once. And that in itself is a message for the career journey. Nothing has to be done all at once. And for the most part, you wouldn't want it done all at once because you need all of those experiences You need all of those lessons for when you get to that next stage of your career development. So that was long-winded. Again, five tips are have a vision, but release expectation on how you're going to get there. Two, connect, connect, connect. Three, be prepared when one of those connections comes through. Four, be open to opportunity. And five, a job is something you do. It's not everything that you are. So if you ever want to chat about all things professional development, I am very passionate about it for guiding former athletes kind of through this process. And I'm here to help. 
message me on the Her Sports Story Instagram. I am more than happy to be a resource for you. And thanks so much for tuning into one of my longer or lengthier chats on uh, professional development for athletes. So thanks so much again for tuning in and you will hear from me soon.